0: Good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. Today's call, we're going to discuss seven ways to handle adversity or difficult times. Quote, I know God will not give me anything I can't handle. I just wish wish he didn't trust me so much. Mm -hmm. I smile every time I read that powerful quote by Mother Teresa, who was a truly remarkable woman. It's a quote that we should all remember in times of adversity. Dr. Charles Stanley once said, Adversity is always unexpected and unwelcome. It's an intruder and a thief, yet in the hands of God, adversity becomes the means through which his supernatural power is demonstrated. Mm -mm. These are two possible responses to adversity. We find both in the life of Job. In Job, uh, chapter 2, verse 9, in the Living Bible, his wife said to him, Are you still trying to be godly when God has done all this to you? Curse him and die. Now, this lady didn't handle adversity well. Yes, she had lost her family and fortune. But she thought Job should die. Obviously, she was blaming him. When adversity strikes, we can't flake or freak out. Shut down or shut out your loved ones or isolate yourself from those who can help. It's important to notice Job's response to adversity. Next verse, Job 2.10, 2.10, classic amplified. But he said to her, You speak as one of the impious and foolish women would speak. What? Shall we accept only good at the hand of God? And shall we not accept also misfortune? And what is of a bad nature? In spite of all this, Job did not sin with his lips.
1: Mm, that's good.
0: I find that last sentence, honey, of particular interest. Job did not sin with his lips.
1: You know, how do we act and react when we face adversity? And how that answer question is answered really determines whether or not we're going to be successful in life. Proverbs 24.10 even though we may not want it to say it. Proverbs 24.10 says, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. And the Proverbs 24.10 in the Message Bible says it this way, If you fall to pieces in a crisis, there wasn't much to you in the first place. I love that. Strong's Concordance gives the word adversity H6869, H6869, in case you want to look it up yourself, He defines it as distress and trouble. Owing more than you can pay, that's adversity, distress and trouble. Facing foreclosure, that's adversity, meaning distress and trouble. Dealing with rebellious children, moved more by popular culture than the word of God, that's adversity and trouble. Watching the balance of your retirement account evaporate before your very eyes after years of sacrifice for your golden years, that's adversity and trouble. Going to work each morning wondering if today will be the last day on the job, that's adversity and troubles. Listening to the doctor give you a bad report, that's adversity and troubles. We're saying all this to say, you know what, there's nothing on planet Earth that, well, that God doesn't know about, whether it's health or a job or your kids. The bottom line is everyone living here will face adversity, and that's just a fact. However, the measure of our character as a child of the Most High God is not whether we can avoid all that adversity, but how we respond to it when it comes our way. That's true. So here are seven things we need to know in dealing with adversity straight out of the Word of God.
0: Number one, enter your sanctuary when faced with adversity. When adversity rises. To whom do you turn? Where do you go? Psalm nine 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 in Young's literal translation, Jehovah is a tower for the bruised, a tower for times of adversity. The Amplified translation of Psalm nine nine says it this way: Lord also will be a refuge and a high tower for the oppressed, a refuge and a stronghold in times of trouble, high cost destitution and desperation.
1: That's the Amplified Bible for
0: you. If you imagine the greatest fortress ever built, it can't compare with the stronghold provided by the Lord for those who are facing adversity. Psalm 37, 39. 37, 39. Again, Young's literal translation. And the salvation of the righteous is from <laughs> Jehovah, their strong place in time of adversity. Message Bible translation of that scripture Psalm 37, 39 says the spacious, free life is from God. It's also protected and safe. God strengthened. We're all delivered from evil. We will run to him, and he saves us. Hallelujah. The first place we should go when dealing adversity
1: is to God. That's the first place. Amen. Number two, engage your advocate in the midst of adversity. Mm-mm. Job 36, 15 3615 Classic Amplified, he delivers the afflicted in their affliction and opens their ears to his voice in adversity. Psalm 4 verse 1, also in Young's literal translation that we've been quoting, says to the overseer and stringed instrument, this was a psalm of David, in my calling answer thou me, O God of my righteousness, in adversity thou gavest enlargement to me, Favor me and hear my prayer. That same scripture in the contemporary English version says it this way. Free me from my troubles. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer.
0: Hallelujah. Number three, understand that adversity is a trick of the enemy. Luke 16, 8, 16, 8, Message Bible. Now here's a surprise. The master praised the crooked manager. And why? Because he knew how to look after himself. Streetwise people are smarter in this regard than law-abiding citizens. They're on constant alert, looking for angels, surviving by their wits. I want you to be smart in the same way, but well, for what is right, using every adversity to stimulate you to create survival, to concentrate your attention on the bare essentials, so you live, really live, and not complacently just get by on good behavior. Uh-huh.
1: Number four, call your heavenly 911 in the midst of adversity. Psalm 18.6, Psalm 18.6, Young's literal translation says, In mine adversity I called Jehovah, and unto my God I cry. He heareth from his temple my voice, and my cry before him cometh into his ears. The message translation makes it a little bit clearer. It says, my cry brings me right into his presence, a private audience. That's good. You love, gotta love it. Second Samuel 22 7, 22, 7 in Young's Literal Translation. In mine adversity I call Jehovah and unto my God I call and he heareth from his temple my voice and my cry is in his ears.
0: Number five. Energize your opposition to adversity. Zig Ziglar, Zig Ziglar, the author and Motivational speaker and Southern Baptist layman once said, Sometimes adversity is what you need to face in order to become successful. Think about that. Proverbs 18:14, 1814 Message Bible. A healthy spirit conquers adversity. But well, what can you do when the spirit is crushed? Contemporary English version of that same verse. Proverbs 1814 says. Be cheer, being cheerful, helps when we're sick, but nothing helps when we give up. Think of that. Well, Psalm one hundred two 102, two, one hundred two two, Young's literal translation. Hide not thou face from me, in the day of mine adversity, inclining to me, thine ear, and the day I call, haste, answer me. That same scripture, Psalm one hundred two two, in the New Living Translation. Don't turn away from me in times of distress. Bend down to listen. Answer me quickly when I call to you.
1: Mm. Number six, activate your deliverer from adversity. This is the keys. 2 Samuel 49, 49, classic amplified. As the Lord lives who redeemed my life out of all adversity. Well, you could read Psalm 34, four two through the whole thing. I encourage you to do it. Psalm 50, verse 15. Psalm 50, verse 15, Young's literal translation, and call me in the day of adversity. I deliver thee, and thou honorest me. Watchman Nee, an incredible author, really. I love his book, Spiritual Authority, once said, and it is through conflict that God induces the believer to seek and to grasp total triumph in Christ, meaning when we come up against hard things, it should make us run to God Amen. And look to Him.
0: Number seven: Give a generous God the last word on adversity. First Peter five, verses eight through eleven. First Peter five, verses eight through eleven. Message Bible. Keep a cool head. Stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Catch, keep your guard up. You're not the only ones plunged into these. Hard times. It's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on the faith. The suffering won't last forever. It won't be long before this generous God who has great plans for us in Christ, eternal and glorious plans they are, I have you put together and on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. Second Corinthians 4, verses 6, 16 through 18. 2 Corinthians four sixteen through 18 and the Message Bible will comfort and strengthen you. So we're not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside, where God is making a new life, not a day goes by without His unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times. The lavish celebration prepared for us, that's far more. There's far more here than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today, gone tomorrow. But the things we can't see will now last forever. Great scripture. Leighton Ford, the evangelist, said, Adversity is the diamond dust in heaven. Let me say that again. Adversity is the diamond dust. Heaven polishes its jewels with. Bishop T.D. Jakes. I love this one. New level brings new devils. Hallelujah. Mm -mm. And the ability to overcome it. That's it. Hallelujah. Building our faith. Amen.
1: So, we're going to have a fabulous Friday. Absolutely. Hope you have a great weekend.
0: Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Believing for the Manifestation. God's presence, power and promises mm. in your life. Amen. Till tomorrow morning at 8:30 Eastern. God bless you happy trails. And keep
1: thinking rich thoughts from the word of God.
0: We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.